Welcome to Grow Goodness with Grace. I'm Sophie. And I'm also Sophie. And today we are here to talk about the shit everybody thinks but nobody wants to say. Okay, welcome to the Grow Goodness with Grace podcast number four. Yes, number four. We're so excited today because we are using Squadcast, which is our uh, via remote podcasting platform. (laughs) Try to get that right. Um, And through this, we are able to interview people who are not in the same room as us. So great for the times we're now. Um, And we are so excited because we have Maria today. Maria is the owner-operator of Impact Social, which is a company based out of Fargo. So I'm going to switch it over to you, Maria, and you can kind of give yourself a little introduction. Yeah, um, yeah. so I'm Maria. Um, I'm the owner of Impact Social, which is a social biz... So- <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, We're just is- chatting. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> which is a social media and digital marketing agency. Um, I'm an NDSU grad from Fargo, and I've had my business for about a year and a half, and I'm super excited to be on the podcast today. Yeah, thank you so much for joining us. Um, we'll kind of give little introductions right away. So do you want to kind of talk about how you know Maria, how you met Maria um, first? <laughs> so I met Maria through social media. I <laughs> meet <laughs> all my friends. Yeah, yeah. probably like... Slid into the DMs. What, three years ago, yeah, maybe? Mm-hmm. And basically, I was just like... I had bangs. Yeah. Oh, you did. What a time to be alive. (laughs) Maria was an influencer-ish person, and I needed people to take photos of, and so I was like, hey. Influencer, like, did you already have a following for your business? Uh, Yeah, I would say, so when I was in college, I think I mostly used influencing as kind of um, almost a portfolio piece. You know, I was in college and I wanted to do social media for a living and, you know, I didn't really do it for a business, so I kind of branded myself. Yeah. And really worked to, yeah, like show off my social media skills on my own page. Yeah, so that's how we became Like personal page, Mm -hmm. because you didn't have your business yet. Okay. Mm -hmm. So I was just like, hey, let me take pictures of you, and I did, and then we became friends, and then (laughs) I was friends with Tani, and then Marie and Tani became friends, and then... All three of us became friends, yeah. and now we go on trips to Oregon together. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was so funny, because Christian and I were on our way to Oregon the first time, and he was like, wait a second, how do you even know this girl? <laughs> and I'm like, Instagram. <laughs> Instagram. <laughs> I feel like once you're in that world, though, it's like not weird to meet people on social media. It's just how the are norm. supposed to make friends? Um, anyways, so, and I guess I just know Maria through you. Yep. And I met you, like, maybe a few months ago mm-hmm. come into class did you meet her before that nope. I don't think so just bring just, just dragging like... you to class yeah I so <laughs> I, know, I love it but I follow you on social media and I love your Instagram page um Thank it's you. giving me lots of inspo because I am we're sloppy people <laughs> <laughs> plus I hate doing social media so I'm like but it's cute and it's fun now so it's good to have ideas um so I want to know a little bit more about your business you started you said a year and a half ago do you do it full-time how many clients do you like to take on at once um what is your style of clients does it matter for you know your brand or kind of just go off of those questions I guess yeah, so essentially it kind of all came about just because I had been running a few social media accounts in college and it was just like a little bit of a Was side that a side thing. gig? Yeah. yeah. Just kind of a side thing. Um, and it was really small, not something that took up a lot of my time. Um, but after college, I worked full time as a social media and digital content coordinator at Hot Spring Spas in Fargo, <laughs> which is a hot tub company. Oh, and is that by Menards? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Love it. You did that. Love it. I really liked it, honestly. Um, and so basically kind of what happened is one of the one of my clients kind of came to me and was like, I'm looking for someone to do my social media. And that was Love All is Floral. And I am obsessed with them. I'm obsessed with Christy. They have such a great business. And so I started out with her and I just kind of had the realization like, if she wants me to do this, there are probably... Other people will want you to do it. Yeah. And so um, then I 
it kind of took off from there. She recommended me to a day <coughs> salon, and um, another one of my friends recommended me to Nicole's Fine Pastry, and it kind of took off from there. So I got a website up, um, you know, got all my tax stuff, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> making it legal. How did you How did you come up with your business name? It's so cool. I love your business name. So I'm just curious if you just kind of thought of it on a whim or if there was reasoning behind it. So I sat down and I had a piece of printer paper and a pen and I wrote down just a bunch of words that I liked. (laughs) Just like a bunch of words that I liked. Like I think I wrote down like impact, social media, like influence, small business. Sophie. I wrote down like a (laughs) best friend, Sophie. I just wrote down a bunch of stuff and I just started combining them. And then when I said impact social out loud, I was like, ooh. Yes. (laughs) That's exactly like what I want to portray myself as. Like social media that is impactful, essentially. Right. And like does its job and isn't just see, I felt like some of the places that I one of the places particularly that I worked at in college was not putting out impactful social media posts and I just felt like so many people post just to post, just to put something out there because they feel like they need to be posting. It's not impactful and it's not even intentional. And I just, I didn't ever want to be that. That is so curious to me because there's lots of times where I'll listen to podcasts and because I'm trying to train myself in the social media world. And <laughs> they will say though, they're like, it doesn't matter what you post. You just need to post like this many times a day. And then some people like completely opposite advice. So I think that's so interesting that you chose impact social because you think each post should be impactful. Yeah, and I, mean, I, I love do that. Think that there's something it consistency is great. Like definitely you want to be posting with consistency. Um, but I feel like if there's one day where you're like, I don't have anything to post and I'm taking this stupid picture and I right. have no reason to be posting this. Then I what's think the it's point? better to just skip that day. <laughs> skip the leg day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All arms over here. <laughs> My consulting sessions are called impact sessions. Um, for anybody. I love that. Yeah, so <laughs> are you doing them on Zoom right now? If yes, people I want. Am. Okay. <laughs> so if you want an and impact session, they are discounted. Do you have like um, if if somebody is listening to this and really wants to get to know you do they go through your Instagram and then contact you that way or what's like the best way to reach you yeah so I have a contact form on my website and my website is just impactsocialfargo.com and I like when people fill out the form just because I have some specific questions that I kind of like Sophie knows how that goes yeah I I know how that goes if people are like like, can you shoot my wedding can you shoot my wedding and I'm like where is it when is it what what are we doing that day I don't know (laughs) so I like to have like a little bit of info so the the form is always great, but I'll get back to people in any way that they reach out, obviously. Yeah, and talk a little bit about, um, like, uh, maybe specifically Love Always or Nicole's Fine Pastries on, like, their follower count, how you have worked with them for approximately, like, a year now, and how their followers have changed and why followers matter, Right. you know. So my first account was love always um and when I started with her I want to say she had 2,800 followers so 2,800 around there and now we're really skimming almost 5,000 and it's been less than a year and a half um and so that's almost doubling the growth in that amount of time and that's pretty organic right like yeah so that's what I was gonna yeah like say it's very (laughs) it's very organic and Um, A lot of these followers, I'd say most of them are local people that would be interested in ordering flowers. So followers don't matter if you're not, like, targeting the right people. (laughs) Yeah, if you're targeting people from uh, Europe, it doesn't matter because they're not going to give you business. Totally. And I think, like, for them, they do want to be an inspiration to other floral accounts. Like, it's always great. You know, like, you, Sophie, obviously are trying to target local people because those are the people that are going to pay you. But, I mean, I think it's an obviously a great bonus if someone from California follows you and finds inspiration right. in your photos as well. Yeah, and still gives you, like, uh, network. Not even that, but just, like, feedback. Because sometimes people just follow you so they can follow you back. That's getting dumb. I hate <laughs> when people do that. But right. I did not know that was a thing, like – 
when somebody follows you and you follow them back and then they unfollow you or people like can buy oh. followers? I had no idea. So this whole concept of organic following, like I just thought that's what happened. I didn't yeah, know you no. could do that. That's like my biggest social media pet peeve is when I get a follower and I'm like, are you just following me? So I follow you back and then you unfollow me. Don't be that person. Yeah, you told me Don't that. be that person. <laughs> I was also very apparent, too. Like, if someone has 50,000 followers and their photo consistently gets, like, three comments, <laughs> yeah. you're like, mm, that's fake. <laughs> it doesn't seem real. Now you can't see likes anymore, but. I can. Well, you haven't updated. Once you update, I'm not app, updating. Yeah, just Mm-mm. hold out on that. Mm-mm. Really? Mm-hmm. Instagram did that? Okay, off on a tangent. I want to ask you, so if I am a company and I want to hire you, because I know you also shoot for your companies as well, I want to know, like, what I get out of that. Or I'm sure you have different packages as well or whatever, however you scale that. But I just want to know, like, for the average Joe, if they have a small business and they want to hire you, like, what services you provide and how you provide them. So I have a pretty wide range of levels of involvement for my clients. I can be pretty... I don't want to say uninvolved, but on a lower end of involvement where um, they're sending me pictures and I'm just posting to them and helping them strategize all the way up to I take all the photos, I do all the posting. I always do the posting, actually. Um, But I do all the posting, strategizing, engaging with their clients, posting their um, hashtag onto their photos, um, even up to doing some Instagram stories. And so it kind of depends on the budget. I'd say like my ideal client is a client that I do um, do all the content for and then um, as well as do the posting and engaging because when it's all um, on me, I feel like that's when the growth is at its best. Yeah. Yes, Would because you, you have all the tools you need. Right. Would you ever do clients that like necessarily aren't here? Like what if you got an inquiry for a client that was in California but yeah. obviously you can't take their photos. Yeah, I mean, I think I would be interested in that. I do have a few clients where I don't take their photos regularly. Um, like, for example, Love Always, they have all these photographer yeah. images all the time from these weddings. And, and Maria slides into my DMs. <laughs> Give me these oh, pictures. 11 p.m. after a wedding, send me this pic. Yeah, I know. <laughs> well, it's like... Yeah, you know, they don't need a photo shoot every single, yeah. like, well, I do every other week, but they don't need a photo shoot every other week. Yeah. So, yeah, I do have clients like that, and I would be interested in doing remote clients, but it would just have to be the right fit, and I'd have to know that they could take photos that, you know, I felt yeah. like would do well. Yeah. Um, but with my clients who take their own photos, I do all of the editing. Yeah. So I can at least keep it very cohesive and all yeah. I want it that way. Yeah, and you do most of the editing, like, iPhone editing, right? Yeah. Yeah. I have, like, I, mean, they I pay do for the mobile Lightroom subscription. Yeah. So I can upload raw images into my Lightroom mobile, so it's pretty nice. Pretty dope. Yeah. <laughs> and I feel like there are so many different editing programs out there, too, which is great for people to get into social media and all these presets coming out to, like, help make your – what's that thing called again? Cohesive, Cohesive feed. Um, grid. 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 I just learned about the grid on Instagram. (laughs) I'm so proud. But it makes it all, um, yeah, cohesive if you want to say that. So I think that's so awesome that you get to do this for people because I think, again, being, um, I'm going to call myself a victim of social media when I first (laughs) began. Um, It's really hard to figure out. And if that's something that I was struggling with right away and, and like I knew who you were, but I didn't. I never like put two and two together like, oh, I could have hired you for my business to do that. I think it would have substantially helped my growth in my business <laughs> right when I began. It wouldn't and have been so hard. I feel like a lot of people just honestly don't want to take the time to do it. Yeah. See, what I was going to say too is like it is really hard to get the hang of it. I think like with in, with social media, it's like there's so many components like – you have to be a good photographer, a good yeah. editor, a yes. good writer, a good strategizer. And like there's all these <laughs> algorithms. Like are you familiar with a lot of the Instagram ones? Because I always, I did not realize that too when you posted this Certain one podcaster was saying she was like, if you post it, then you want to like be active for the next 10 minutes so that your picture they will. They call that not posting and ghosting. 
What, really? Yeah. So You're not then supposed you, to post and ghost. And then I post and ghost a lot. Man. I know I do too. And then because your your feed won't get as many likes or something like that is what they were saying. And I was like, is that a thing? Yeah. So the thing with the Instagram algorithm and the Facebook algorithm is that the bottom line is that they have never said anything about it. They've no. never released any information. It's just people. So it's all speculation, like every single thing that you hear. And a lot of it I do buy into just because of, I run like six accounts, so I can definitely notice trends. Um, So a lot of it I I believe, um, but it's all speculation. And so... So do you use it to work to your advantage or do you not really like buy into it? um, Well, I mean, the algorithm is definitely real. um, And I do think that there are things that you can do to improve... Like time of day, Mm -hmm. for one, if you post at... Two in the morning, you're and not going to get any uh, traffic. Traffic, and yeah. I feel like I, I do think that does make sense. I never really that didn't ever click in my head that you needed to be active like ten minutes after because if you do post at two in the morning and you don't get anything, it's just not going to show up on anybody's feed yeah. the next day. Right. Well, one thing that's really important: the reason you're not supposed to post and ghost is because. So again, this is all speculation, but. Really, your comments on your Instagram pictures count as a comment. It doesn't mm. count as a comment from you. It's just a comment. So if I were to comment on your picture, Sophie and Sophie, <laughs> you say, love it, so cute, and you respond, thanks, girl. Okay, now that's two comments instead of one. And yeah. then Instagram is like, this one is getting and uh, I traffic. Did, yes, and I listened to a podcast. This gal had um, the CEO of Instagram on it, and so – And he used to work for Facebook. And I think they're like... They're together. They're together. They're owned by the same person. Yeah. Before... Yeah. Mark. Mark. (laughs) What's up, Mark? (laughs) Um, But he was talking about... They were were asking him about the algorithm. And he was like... He didn't deny it. But he said they're trying to get better at it. But he didn't confirm what it was to. It's definitely And then that's what she said. Yeah. And she said, like, the comments thing and the likes and stuff, like... We need to be better about that. So then, again, the 10 minutes after, she's like, again, don't post and ghost. And I was like, that's so confusing. So, again, it's nice to have you as a company because if I'm creating this content and finally, like, learning how to take pictures and post something, but I don't. Some people don't have ten or an hour yeah, out of their day to, to take do a picture, it. Or don't even understand that then, that's a thing because yeah. it's fucking dumb. I get so mad about it, but I'm like, okay, well, why didn't I get any likes because this content is what I'm supposed to be posting. Yeah. So I think think it all comes down to, like, as an owner of a business, you can only do up to so many things in a day. And so why not do what you're good at and hire out the people to do the Delegating. Delegating. And on on another side of this, too, it's like I would prefer at this point in my career, instead of paying money for advertisements, like, you're kind of the new advertisement agency. You're social media, and that is where social media – it's like the advertisement king of – local small businesses and so I think and because some people have an advertisement budget where this is what it would be instead of flyers or do you know what I'm saying newspaper newspaper (laughs) radio sorry demographic is 80 I know (laughs) I know (laughs) sorry the classifieds yeah not to throw shade it's just like where our time is at with technology um I kind of want to pull to these next topics though so we kind of um, can keep on the time base, but do you want to maybe start to bring some of this stuff up and kind um, of ask yeah. her questions and guide her with that? So just because our podcast is kind of like um, health, mental health, fitness, whatever related, uh, one of the topics I wanted to talk about was how, like, clearly social media is positive and it's like, like you said, it's like the new advertising, like everybody needs it, but there's definitely some negatives to um, social media in a mental aspect. Um, and let's maybe not just say with businesses, but yeah, just like a personal This as well. is like not really related to, I mean, it can be related to businesses because I feel like sometimes I go on and I'm like, oh, that person's doing that and that person's shooting this. That's so cool. Why did I think of that? And it just kind of like puts comparison. you. Comparison. Um, it puts you in a, it can put you in a mental state of feeling like less than. Uh, what would you think like when you what do you what do you think on that topic (laughs) tell us all about it what do you know well yeah I guess so I downloaded Instagram in 2012 um which was at some point during my freshman year of high school um and so I feel like from the second that I downloaded it my best friend was like 
oh, Maria, this is a place where we can post our quote-unquote artsy pics. <laughs> we used to go out in fields and stuff and the uh, sunset, like, kind of take these shadow pics and stuff. And so... Did you, do you still have them or did you do yeah, them? You no, do? I oh, I love it. I hate when people, like, go back and delete, delete everything. Yeah. Okay, yeah, sorry. So, Anyways, keep going. Yeah, so I had always saw Instagram as a tool. I don't know how that happened, but I just, I always saw it as a tool. In this case, it was to showcase my photography that I thought was <laughs> yeah, amazing. in the field. Yeah, and um, I guess there was a point probably around my senior year or junior year of high school when I used it to post like pictures with my friends and kind of this thing where I did fall into the comparison game and you could see you know, that these people were hanging out and they didn't invite FOMO. you or they just left yeah. you out and you're like, wait, I thought we were friends and now you're leaving me out or like, she just posted pictures with this guy that I like and like, what the heck, I yeah. thought he liked me back or, you know, kind of things like that. And so I feel like that was the worst point in Instagram for me. Um, and I think that high schoolers now have it so much worse. I do too. So much worse. I feel like if I look at Instagram and I go through kids' feeds, I'm like, I feel like I did not look like that when I was. They're they're so hot. (laughs) I'm like, not in a weird way, but. (laughs) But even like the seniors I take pictures of, I was like, I do not remember being this pretty when I was that age. No, not at all. I do think that it can be really detrimental. I feel like the the way that social media has hurt me the most in my entire life is not even. The comparison, which I have fallen into, but, but I think you're pretty like, like pretty, mentally stable. Yeah, I think I'm an optimistic person, and even if I like couldn't create the photos that I'm seeing that I really like, I think in my head that like maybe someday I could. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm like really optimistic. I'm like, oh, but like I'll get there someday. So like I don't get too upset about like that comparison thing. But I think the part that it has hurt me the most is literally just like feeling left out. Yeah. Which. And I, I don't, don't feel that anymore. Like I was just gonna say, don't like, leave me out anymore. Like, I have good friends now, but yeah, I don't think like now. I feel like I'm in a pretty good place where it doesn't really matter all that much to me anymore. Like, I feel like I barely look at Instagram. Like, I'm like, eh, I'm bored because the yeah. algorithm kind of sucks. Sometimes I don't want to see people's photos, but I would definitely say, like, in college, like when people are going out and you don't get invited, it was definitely like a blow to the. Um, mind and I just can't imagine kids growing up now being that involved in social media versus it's like so consumed versus like when we were in high school it wasn't that big of a deal it was mostly Facebook yeah I'm like still so into Facebook I know you guys are Instagram and I'll have to like post something and I feel like you'll say to me um you need to post that on Instagram because I just directly go to Facebook. So I never, I guess I never really experienced it as far as. But wait, wait, let's back up a little bit because you did go through a time where you um, made a completely new Facebook account. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) One of my many midlife crises and I'm like only 25. I think I was 20 and I was, or maybe 21. And I was like, I'm kind of just sick of all of these people and I don't really know them very much anymore. So I'm going to make a new Facebook and just like add the people that I want to add on it. And then I had to access my old Facebook for a new picture or something. So I had to reactivate it. And so now when I meet people, I feel like they think I have two lives because they'll like pull both my Facebooks up um, <laughs> and see like, who is this other girl? <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, but I lo- I'm i like such a Facebook person. I just love it. I feel like I'm 80 scrolling through because that's probably <laughs> the rest of my yeah, friends my are 80. Yeah. She's 88. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And so Instagram was like really hard for for me to learn I do like it but like I it was never a tool for me to be artsy I like just comedy so I used it more so for funny stuff like that which I probably still do but I do think now if I was to get into it like at a younger age it is just like a comparison game and like you said being left out you can just see all of the time when people are hanging out without you and because we have a really good support system it doesn't matter like kind of later on in life but that high school era well, my dad, it's tough. Yeah, my dad always says, like, when he was in high school, you had the weekend to actually 
be away from school. Yeah. And be yeah. away from your bullies or whatever it was that was bothering you at school. Now, on the weekends, you can still be bullied. You can still see that all your friends are hanging out without you. And they might be like, yeah, like you said, they might be still actively bullying you through social media. Right, like there's yeah. no escape. Yeah. Which I think for high schoolers that don't like high school, the idea of like not being able to escape from school sounds yeah. Yes. And I think like, I know we're talking about high school a lot because it's just like kind of the era that was brought up into it, but this can be applied to anybody, somebody in their totally. 40s who has younger kids who can see all these mo- like because I'm a mom, I see it a lot more on that side where you you don't feel mom shamed, but like you see all of these moms doing all of these great things with their kids, and you're like, like my kid ate half a tube of toothpaste this morning. <laughs> and I just like I don't know, you know. So you just like That's totally it's it's a thing. It's like so comparable in every aspect of your life, and you can make it work for you or against you, and. I want to ask you now, and I want to kind of make it into a positivity thing, like what you think is good tips for boundaries, because I think this is such a boundaries game where you you kind of set those for yourself, and then you can access the content that you want, and you can protect your mental health through social media and make it work for you instead of against you. So I kind of want to know your advice on that, because you just obviously, it's your job. So basically, <laughs> I'm almost kind of a bad person to even ask this because <laughs> I have okay, so I have my business accounts I obviously want those to succeed but that's more of like a business goal orientated thing where it's not really a comparison and you're talking about clientele or are you talking my about clients, your own business as well my clients and okay then for my business account which is like my fashion account you know that sort of thing um it's it's a tool for me it's a way that I make money on the side um and I am pretty self-assured. Like, I guess I don't yeah. really need people to think, like, oh, she's just so pretty or, like, so cool. I mean, like, that would be nice. Did you coach yourself into that? Or were you – you again, I know you were optimistic. So had you always kind of been that way where you didn't necessarily need the approval of others? And I guess I shouldn't say that. I like approval. I like attention, just like anybody else does. But I feel like the fact that I have, like, a really solid boyfriend. We've been together for five years. I have – a really good family and I guess like they love me and that's like <laughs> kind of what I need yeah I mean yeah. if I'm being honest like if some girl on the other side of Instagram is like oh she's so annoying I guess you don't okay. care like that's fine I guess yeah I'm not for everyone and also you don't even know I me, love so. that too I love <laughs> I love both of those but I love um I think it is a super great short piece of advice to know you're not for everybody, and that's great. Um, but the haters maybe get off the page. Yeah, totally. <laughs> don't just like creep on you to like talk shit because I know that's a thing, and I'm sure through. I mean, every sort of role, even on podcasting, it's like don't listen if you don't care because. Yeah. Well, you know, one of the things that I've said to my friends is, I like to reflect on when I have talked shit about somebody because of their Instagram. Okay. Everyone's done it. Everybody's done it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like, we're real. What am I, Confessions. We all bleed. What am I doing? I'm bored. Yeah. I'm bored. Literally, I'm talking crap about somebody. They're not even affecting me. They're just posting on their own social media, and it's kind of pathetic. And yeah. I can, like, say that about myself. So if someone else is bored and wants to talk crap about my Instagram, it's kind of like, okay, well, you at least know, you have I'm something to do now. Doing my best. And yeah, like, like unfollow. Yeah, and, and I. It doesn't affect you. Like, no. It's fine. <laughs> and it, it's, it's totally. I, I think we all have to kind of get into that mindset like, yeah, you're not for everybody. And also another small piece of advice because I feel like I just always love to give advice to people. <laughs> um, but don't ever take anything personally because like you said, you weren't hating on her necessarily because you didn't like her. It's more so like you're bored and yeah, yeah. you just like want to nitpick and we all do that. So and just being like, – And it says more about – whoever is yeah like, for sure and even the person who's yeah. just out there doing their best yeah another thing that I do to kind of protect myself on Instagram with the comparison thing is all of my personal photos like all my photos with my friends and that sort of thing I have a private account for and it only has like I don't know maybe like 250 followers and it's private <laughs> she's and like that's my total following <laughs> that's, my, that's <laughs> like my business page <laughs> yeah we're growing. We're growing. <laughs> yeah. We had zero a few months ago. So, so you're feeling it. Um, and so 
then it's like numbers don't even matter because like it's private. and you have that outlet too yeah. because they love that's all the people that love you and want to follow you right like my family and I like I like posting some like kind of fun to update things to my family and it's nice to have that account where there really is no worry like whatever I want to post it's my right. Auntie Bonnie will like it. Shout out <laughs> yeah. to my Aunt Luan. She's amazing. <laughs> so would you recommend maybe people, like how do you feel about having personal accounts private versus public? Because if you have it private, then you know you can accept who's seeing your stuff. And is that more of like a good boundary for protection or? I feel like it depends on what the goal is with your personal account. I know that a lot of people have like this weird hybrid sort of thing where they have a personal account that is also something that they're like, making a little money with on the side. Okay, yeah, 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 I get what you're saying. Like, they kind of post, like, fashion content a little bit or, like, a little bit of house content or whatever, but it's also their personal account. So if that's, like, a goal that you have where you're not, like, a full-fledged blogger, but you're, like, kind of influencing, which I think is an interesting niche that is happening right now, well, then you wouldn't want that to be private. But if you're literally just posting pictures... To show grandma. Yeah, and, like, just... Not care. Like, it should be... I feel like it should be private. Yeah. I like that, too. I think it's protection for younger kids as well, not only mentally, but just, like, protection in general because there's a bunch of creeps out there. But I think that's, like, a really good piece of advice as well if you want to protect yourself and mental health and boundary. And, again, it's not even for younger people. It's just, like, any part of your life. Like, if you don't want all these people to follow you because you don't want the chance like oh I have 500 people following me and like 20 people liked my posts you know it doesn't matter if you have those close friends and family because you know they're cheering you on and they love it so yeah even if they don't double tap you even if they don't double tap (laughs) I think grandma (laughs) (laughs) grandma's probably like what is double tap um I think just taking away from this topic just so we don't keep rolling on it yeah um, just like, the most important thing is to realize that Instagram is just, like, a highlight reel for the mm-hmm. most part. We, I always say Instagram's a lie, but... But we <laughs> did talk about this. Photographers just think of, like, not even a wedding, but mostly a wedding was what we were talking about from, like, an aesthetic standpoint. And it's so true. Like, Instagram is the best of the best. People, unless they have a private feed, they're not going to post their photos that show their mental breakdown um, on the street. They're going to sh- they're going to show all of their happy things. So just to take away from that, just realize that they don't like you don't always see the bad. You mostly see the good. It's a highlight reel. Right. Um, and when we were talking about it with weddings, it was like photographers want the bride who's like super hot and they're having their wedding outdoors in the mountains and you know, I think Everybody deserves their wedding. Yeah, a wedding is just, like, a beautiful thing to begin with and a very personal thing. And for a lot of people, it's not all about the looks. And it's about, you know, the time. (laughs) So, yeah, just to wrap that topic up, don't take it too seriously. Mm -hmm. And I think it's also – I'm probably the only person who's going to say this, and you guys are probably like, don't do that. But I think there's something so beautiful about posting the breakdowns and posting – the trauma and all of that. I love that. Those are some of my favorite posts because everybody can relate to that. Mm-hmm. So don't defer from posting real stuff in your life because everybody else is posting the highlight. Post what's real and you're going to get really good um, responses to that because everybody feels lows, maybe even a little bit more than the highs. So kind yeah. of be more authentic like that. Yeah, I want to kind of, like, spin it around and say, like, yeah, social media can be negative, but there's so many positives about social media that should outweigh the negatives if you're doing it right. Totally. Um, mm-hmm. So you can kind of talk on that because that's, like, your – I mean, from my business standpoint, I started my Instagram probably four years ago, three and a half. When, whenever I, I like did, you emerged out of nowhere. Yeah, like, so it was, like, when I was doing pictures for Mary that one time, and that's, like, what we were talking about the other day. how the worst story. (laughs) We don't need to talk about what pictures we're taking, but uh, that's, like, when I started it, and just, like, Mary even bringing it up and being, like, wow. Like, that was, like, the beginning. And it is so crazy because when you took Mary's pictures, and you, they were your first ones, like, you, I think she brought it up, and I was, like, no way that was your first 
it made me more so much more embarrassed about what happened. <laughs> but, but yeah, so but I didn't know that was your first time. I had like I think 120 followers at the time. Oh yeah, you told me because I I was yeah. just like mentally picturing my feed then trying to remember how many I had, and now I have like 4,500. So out of that, um, social media, I feel like I probably get half of my inquiries from Instagram, like mm-hmm. wedding, wedding wise. And then probably the other half is, like, through the grapevine kind of a thing. So I think without Instagram, I wouldn't have a business, personally. Oh, totally. I feel like social media, the main positive is that it's a really great way to get out information really quickly um, and connect with people really quickly. You know, that instant gratification that we all love. We love the likes. We <laughs> love the instant gratification. <laughs> I mean, I think it's a really great tool, and if you and to capture the emotion behind it too. Yeah, and I think I've I've said this word a million times, but if you just think about it as a tool, and think about it as you know something that you can do to better your business and connect with people and connect with people. Yeah, and I mean, like seriously, Tawny and Sophie um, are not from Fargo. I live in Fargo. I'm a few years younger than them, there's no way that our paths would have just, like, randomly crossed. Right. No way. Because of Instagram. And we would not have been friends. I think it's really great. Like, if you see someone who consistently, you're like, oh, I like their captions, I like their pictures, and they kind of seem like we would be friends. I mean... It's so funny. I say them. that about all these celebrities I follow. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, like, I'm going to be... Yeah, um, I, I, my first podcast I fell in love with was Armchair Expert by Dax Shepard. And I was just asking Sophie the She's other like, day. She's like, we're going to get him on it. I was like, I wonder if I can get him. I just feel like by looking at his Instagram, we could be best friends. Um, so, but you do, you look at somebody and you're like, oh, I feel like we could be great friends. But then in retrospect, if you don't like their stuff, freaking unfollow it. Yes. Don't, don't follow people that annoy you or at least mute them because Seriously. it's just going to make your life so much worse to see their content every day. I want to kind of tap back into that positivity of growing the business as well because um, when I started my business or when I, I shouldn't say massage because I didn't really, I still don't really do much advertising for massage because that. You don't need to. Yeah, I don't really need to at this point. I wish <laughs> so I would. Popular. Yeah, so popular. I wish I would have had it. Um, three years ago, but that's okay. We hustled through that. But I started teaching my yoga in June and granted with experience, you do get better, but like I don't do many things different as far as my teaching in regards to that. And besides getting my actual own studio, but besides that, like after I always say you forced me into it, which it was a good force that you made, you you made me like, um, Sophie ran my Instagram account for a little bit right when we started because I was I just refused to do it for my business. And it is so funny because ever since we started it, like that is really when my business took off. That is when I started getting full classes. And so I'm like indebted to her for that forever, for teaching me that social media is such a tool for positivity and to grow business. And it is such a good tool for advertisement. So I'm just laughing because I remember – when you first started posting photos in that account, and this was like before you had listened to the podcast on how to like use Instagram. Oh yeah, I trained myself and so I listened to podcasts. So bad, and I would screenshot it and send it to Maria <laughs> and be like, Maria, why does she do this to me? I feel like <laughs> you archived a lot. I always probably my memes too. I was like, why is this bright orange meme fucking up my green and black aesthetic? And that was at the point, that was at the point where I feel like you were like, you just need to post. You just need to post. And And you're like, fine. Fine, I'll post. And now after listening to that one podcast that I listened to, um, she's like probably, yeah, raw milk. And she's so good. She was teaching, she basically taught me like not how to, like just how to understand social media. So she was like saying, if you have an Instagram feed that like, if you have all cool tones, you want to stick with that. You don't want to do a cool tone and then post a bright orange picture with it. You just want to do cool tones. (laughs) You remember. So I actually still love that meme though. I thought it was so funny. I I know exactly which one you're talking about. I didn't delete it. I did. Oh, you did? I'm pretty sure I deleted it by now because I've like, when you started like realizing, 
It's funny. I know. I love to go back. I loved it. It was so funny. I was like trying to find a meme for my sale for. Yeah, it was Halloween. Yeah, it was Halloween. (laughs) (laughs) I loved it. But anyways, that just goes to show how you can use the platform for positivity. And I feel like I, I have the opportunity as well with these girls with me that we have we can influence in such a positive light, and we can bring that towards people like in an instant like we were talking about and so if we have great ideas and we want to share them with people and just make people joyful out of it it's just such a great instant gratification for us as well as followers i wanted to bring this up because uh, maria said it right before we got started today but there's uh, men photographers who have been standing on streets and taking pictures of the hearts and i think it is so beautiful and she had said something like this is going to be a picture for history and they all are and i thought that like struck me right to my core because i we're living in history and so i think it's so beautiful when the photographers can go out and take pictures of it safely safely Safely. obviously street different street distance but just to capture these moments of Um. joy self-isolation joy within joy. the sadness yeah well, it's I beautiful i saw a photo series of um it was the las vegas strip and they took pictures all over the strip and there was not one person in any of the photos on the las vegas strip and, and it's one of those things yeah. where it's like that is journalistic photography photographer journalist like you need it yeah like, yeah running towards the world trade center yeah, yeah. and i know yeah again it's because just be safe yeah, yeah just be safe and all of that too but i just thought that was really beautiful so i wanted to bring that up um ria do you have anything else you want to kind of touch on versus social media the or positives. do we want the positives or should we tell some funny stuff yeah no. well I guess like now would maybe be my one time to do my shameless plug that I'm working on a workshop right now. So if you're yeah. interested in learning more yes. from me. An online workshop. Yeah, well I wanted Ooh, to have it in person, but that's not going so well. So I kinda don't know what I'm gonna do right now, but if you follow along, announcements will come. Um, but either, you know, potentially I might have another in person workshop, which I really love the first time, but I'm really hoping to use this downtime to get my workshop online. Okay. Yeah. So Will you use like a platform like Zoom or something like that where you would just video yourself? It's going to be like a buy. Like you buy the workshop and you can like re-listen to it. Totally. Oh, okay. So, so you'll like have. Or something. So what she's okay. saying is she wants to use our microphone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's good because I want to buy another one. So. <laughs> um, so I am going to talk about, we were just talking about the the dumb shit that we've been like what if they stop producing this entirely? So, what, what are some of the dumb things that you thought you were going to run out of? I yes. thought I was going to run out of peanut butter. So now I have five packs of peanut butter <laughs> in my house. But I may be a little low on toilet paper, but that's okay. I got peanut butter. I got peanut butter. <laughs> it's not going to help you when you run out of toilet paper. <laughs> I saw this super funny meme and it was like, yes. <laughs> of course I did. I have it screenshotted on my phone, but it was like, 2020 is gonna be yes. my year. Three months later, wiping my ass with the coffee filter. <laughs> that, was like, that was so funny. Um, I was just telling Maria though, and I don't know how you want to clip or edit this, but obviously a few months ago when I was breaking out so bad and I was like really stressed out, and then I found my really good skincare routine through Drunk Elephant, and I was washing my face the other day, and I just had like half the bottle left, and I was like. Maybe I should buy five more bottles. <laughs> like, are they going to stop producing Wait, it? You have five bottles of drunk elephant. I, <laughs> I know. Let's Damn. talk about like $1,000 right there. It's the best though, and they're coming it out with really hair good. care, and I'm going to try oh, it. It's such a, yeah, if you haven't heard of the drunk elephant, it, it is. Slaps. Yes, laughs. Slut drop. (laughs) Um, I love that. And I'm trying to think of what else. It was just goofy. Like the things I'm like, I could care less. Like the toilet paper thing. It just so happens I ran into my buddy. I was, um, we were social distancing. I feel like I need to preface that. But we had been chatting about toilet paper and he gave me like (laughs) a ton of toilet paper. Very thankful for him because I just never like worried about it. He just dropped it off in your car, didn't he? Yeah. And then I, yeah, he did. He put it in my front seat and I was like, yeah, I only have one roll of toilet paper, but it's cool because, you know, I have like a ton of candy right now. So priorities. (laughs) Maria, I want to know something that you think like you've 
thought about maybe running out of that you've been like hoarding besides I feel like Maria geez. can have something good <laughs> yeah well I honestly like I, like I was saying I just kind of feel like I have just been like so proud of everything that I have <laughs> I like look at my fridge and I'm like look at all these non-perishable items <laughs> that I have and like I'm just so like Everything that I get, I'm like, yes, another pack of cheese. This, like, small wins. I live like by myself, and so I don't need like a ton of things. Um, but I always like when I feel like things are stocked well, I'm like, ooh, <laughs> I am killing it in every way possible. I always <laughs> have thought that before. Like, if I want to eat healthy, I'm not gonna eat healthy if I just have like four things in my fridge. If I really want to commit to the health goal, like. I have to go to Aldi and stock up, and I have to have my Thrive Market come, and then I'm like, okay, now I'm set up to eat healthy. It's or, all or nothing. It's all or nothing. There was, like, no way I had just an orange, and I could just eat my orange and be satisfied. It was like I had to have 10 oranges and three things of coconut water and, an, and like, three oh, things of water. almond, almond some, milk. There should be some in the fridge. Yeah, I do. <laughs> I love coconut water. Um, so anyways, but, and then like juicing and stuff. Like if I don't have six juices, if I just have one, I'm like, I'm just going to get a Diet Coke. Or not Diet Coke. You like Diet Coke. I'm Probably why I'm so fixated. The, but the I'm just going to get a cherry Coke because what's the point? I just have one juice left. So I was like that before. So now I'm like even more so just stocking up. Okay. QBC had this <laughs> deal on Were you watching Paradise QBC? Candy. Nope. Nope. I was on QBC online. Okay. Um, and they had this really great deal on this um, salt tanner. And Which I, we all could use right now. I know. And I thought, what a great way to waste my time. Like, self-tanner is so hard to put on evenly. Like, I'll spend 30 minutes, like, self-tanning after the shower. Exfoliating. Like, you have to shave. This is going to be patchy. great. Yeah. I'm, like, I'm going to spend so much time on this. <laughs> and so I ordered it. And I was so excited. I got such a good deal. Shout out to QVC. And then... It said that it was coming on May 22nd. <laughs> and I was like, I could just go lay outside on May 22nd. Like, I want to be tan right now. So if you guys, if anybody listening has some websites that are still, like, getting your orders out um, in a first world type of fashion. Yeah, like getting me self-tanner in two days. Please <laughs> let us know. Because we're trying to social distance so we can't go to the store for self-tanner. Oh. Let's remind ourselves that I'm in my 20s and I've been learning TikTok dances, <laughs> <laughs> making TikToks. And, um, What's your TikTok? Is it called Handle if it's not Instagram? I don't, I, think it I is do still not a know. Handle. It's like Maria.Helen13. It's super stupid. I really don't recommend following it, but um, I think it's pretty good. I, I want to watch best. it now. I've been Go seeing ahead, it. You know? um, but yeah, I've been learning TikTok dances. The other thing that I've been doing is I have just been like doing really um kind of ridiculous things that require a lot of cleanup and or hurt me in order to make funny snapchats to send to like five to me okay give me an example i want to hear i want to hear well i learned this tiktok dance and then i like jumped out of the frame and i'm like rate my exit and i I have it on my i like went down hard and like (laughs) like bruised both my knees (laughs) like just because i thought it was funny and i've just been like going so hard on just like I don't know, making these horrible Snapchats because I think I'm really funny. (laughs) (laughs) And I also... (laughs) Like, I wish you could see how bad my knees were bruised the next day. I think I sent you a Snapchat. I also have this um, preconceived notion that I'm super funny as well, so I love to send people videos, and I can totally relate to that. So maybe I'll do a please rate my exit. Yeah. Yeah. I think you should start TikTok. Yeah. I should start TikTok. I feel like I would get more followers on TikTok than my business <laughs> guys. <laughs> For like sure. A massive waste of time. I'm just loving it right now. So if you guys are really bored, that's another thing I did. I'm sure you guys did you have TikTok before this? No, yeah, I didn't I have TikTok before this. And you now, didn't? No. I'm oh. super trendy and cool. So I, <laughs> I every time I wanted to download it, I was like, I feel like I need to be 14 to have this. And then that day I came over and we sat on your couch and, and watched it for like ever. An and hour I was like, half. stop. Don't don't you know stop, don't stop. My dad told me. <laughs> he, our dad is the UPS goat man, yeah, by the he way. Is. Um, so I actually, the only time I ever went viral is when I posted pictures of my dad's um, UPS truck with goats on it. And um, got I like got 521,000 
likes on Twitter. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. So if anybody wants Maria's autograph, I'm set, I'm selling them for $5 because I have yeah. no other way to pay income. We're all jobless right now. <laughs> Mostly my dad. Yeah, he's kind of the famous one. I love it. That was really funny. I just, uh, I love all social media. TikTok is so fun. So if you're looking for something to do, um, we're going to highly recommend a few hours of the day. Once you like start to understand all of the like weird trends in there, <laughs> and then you're in on the inside joke, you just feel better than everyone else. <laughs> okay. Like, oh, I get TikTok. I get TikTok. I, I am yeah. Um, Tune in next week for my handle and then we'll start doing comedy stuff. But anyways, no. So we just want to make sure everybody stays safe and healthy and happy during this time so we really do hope that this was like a really good positive vibe for you as well as educational again maria can you just give your handle for instagram so both of them, both of them. Of them. <laughs> and then i want to give just again kind of reiterate like how to contact you if anybody's interested in your services yeah so my instagram business account is just at impact social fargo and then my like fashion blog account is Maria Helen thirteen, and Maria has no H. And <laughs> it's not Mariah Ellen. It's Maria <laughs> Helen. And Helen only has one L, thirteen. Um, I have a form on my website, which you can go to through the link in the bio on my Instagram or just impactsocialfargo.com. Um, like I had said before, the form is just really nice so I can get a little more information about you. But if you just want to like slide into my DMs, that's fine too. (laughs) So if any of you are feeling, um, social media incapable, reach out to Maria and she will get you 5,000 followers. Yeah. Hit her up. Yeah. That's my guarantee. Yeah. Don't, don't. That's not her slogan. Um, so Yeah. Wrapping this up today. Wrapping this up. I do want to say again, we are so happy that we can be using Squadcast today. Um, In no way, shape, or form do I even have any understanding of how to like, what is it called if you, if like supported by... Oh, Oh, yeah. We are not sponsored. I just, like, really... I wish we were sponsored. We we have no idea even what to do for sponsoring. Um, But I just really like Squadcast. And so thank you so much to that company for um, giving us your services. So we are able to interview Maria today. And as we have been giving this explanation to all of our, um, well, actually you're only our second person we've interviewed, but (laughs) all of of the people we've interviewed, um, we end this podcast by saying, I freaking love you because that's what I taught my son and he's very passionate about it now. So we're going to bop off here by saying, I freaking love you. Freaking love you. Freaking love you. Be safe and happy guys. See y'all later.